0: up everybody i'm sarah
1: hey y'all it's tamaya
0: it's your girl deja and this is the somewhere between podcast a space dedicated to empower women to go from becoming to being the woman now so everybody it is our first episode and before we get in i want to ask how is everybody's mental health Ooh. i'm mm-hmm. so happy
1: you asked that because it's been a rough couple of days. I've been struggling, trying to just, you know, rise to the occasion. I feel like God has really challenged me in this season and to do something different than what I'm norm- normally doing. And um yeah, I, I, I feel stretched. Girl, the same. Like I
0: am very busy right now with my job. Um really just trying to balance it all. You know, I'm very transparent that in this season I'm dealing with some depression. So I went to the gym today, so I feel pretty good. But it's really just for me, just managing and balancing it right now.
2: I feel like I've been trying to balance it too, Sarah. Um, I feel like I'm I'm good, though. I feel like this, I'm more optimistic about this week. I feel like I kind of let whatever happened last week just stay in last week. I got some good rest and a little self-care Sunday. Mm. Um, so I'm good. I'm very optimistic. About, you know, what God has in store for me and like how he wants to use me this week. So we'll see. We'll see how Mm, that
1: goes. That's good. Let him use you. Right.
2: Right. (laughs) So um, I just wanted to just bring up what we kind of posted on our Instagram the other day. So we just wanted to engage with the audience a little bit. And we just wanted to kind of include you guys in on this episode. And we posed a question and we asked, do you feel like you're actively walking in your purpose? Mm and we had a couple you know mixed responses some people voted yes some people voted sometimes and one of the responses i re- resonated with the most was from serena and she felt as though she voted yes and i messaged her separately and i wanted to kind of like dig a little deeper behind her answer so she responded um that she thinks for the kingdom bringing souls to influencing um which means um, teaching and also lifestyle influencing, okay, and I cannot agree with her more because I feel like in order for us to kind of find our purpose, we kind of have to know like our purpose in Christ and who we are in Christ, yeah,
0: right, that's a fact, and yeah, that's true, and I'm of the belief that before you can find your purpose, you gotta find yourself, and so for me y'all know my story. Like I was struggling with my identity and really just because, you know, my mom, the whole like being assaulted by someone she didn't know. And then having to deal with that and, you know, like, oh my God, like the man I thought it was my dad is not my dad. My dad is actually a white guy. So I've been struggling with identity for some time. And I remember like graduating um, college in 2019, I was just looking for purpose. And so I found this book Um, It's called The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. And in that first chapter, he helped me establish that your identity is not in your career. It's not in your marriage, your relationship, Mm -hmm. your friendship is nothing. Your identity is in Christ. And so because he helped frame my mind with that thought, I have been able to really like, okay, establish who I am in Christ, but then also what my purpose is in Christ.
2: Yeah. Right. And I feel like I had that same struggle too, Sarah, um, just kind of, uh, it wasn't up until now I'm 25 that I am more confident in who God says I am. I really struggle with my identity. You know, like I, you know, I always was told that like, we all, we grew up in church and we are, we're always told like, you know, we're more than conquerors, you know, we're mm-hmm. the head and not the tail, yeah. you know, we're the righteousness of God. And like, i I know those scriptures, I know those verses, but I always struggle with, okay, I know that like how can I go like outside of a Sunday morning when it's Monday or Tuesday, whatever how can I walk in that? How can I show up in that yeah. showing up like who I am in Christ? What does
0: that look like and what does yeah. that look
2: like And uh, like I said, it wasn't until you know throughout my my journey of being pregnant when I for the first time I experienced what what it was being depressed like I you know, I always like hid my emotions I'm like, I'm okay, let me just pray. And I was like, no, I am not okay. Like, I am, I am depressed. Like, it's mm. okay to acknowledge that. Like, I'm depressed. Like, I'm alone. Like, I have no one. And I, I might have physically had people, but it just felt like it's internally I had no one. Cause, like I said, when you grow up in church, like, they, they kind of dismiss those feelings. Like, you can't have anxiety. Like, you're, you're not depressed. Like, you're this. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's just like, I finally had to come into, come into terms and be honest with
0: myself and present it to God. Like, I'm struggling. I'm depressed, like I'm not okay, and that's understandable. like I feel I feel like we all deal with those things, but I think one thing about the goodness of God is that depression does not have to be your identity. Mm. you could you could literally just deal with depression, deal with anxiety, but do they have to actually be attached to my name and who God has created me to be?
1: You know what y'all y'all saying something about this depression, and it makes me think um because you know 2019 you know we graduated so that was that was a rough year for me and I'm thinking I was depressed as well but a lot of that depression stemmed from me feeling like I let people around me down Mm. and I really wanted to you know meet their expectations and you know get them to to approve of me and 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 where I was in my life but um they, they weren't and that really prompted me to like it's funny because like y'all are saying, like y'all y'all, y'all had like search for identity, but I feel like during that space, I was searching for my, my purpose and my, my passion. Yeah. And right. I thought that my purpose was like my career and like, oh, maybe if I become an entrepreneur, like my folks will be proud of me or like my people right. or whatever. And it's right. like, you know, for the past three years, I've been like operating in that. And it, it took me until like last year to realize, you know what, Tamai, like you, you're really not as happy. And you know, a lot of those decisions that you made are the reason that you're not happy because you made those decisions because you were trying to please people. Right. right. And I had to realize that I needed to please God before anything. Right. Oh, yes. I just feel like I've been able to to learn to to love myself because God loves me. I've Amen, been able to yes. forgive myself because God forgives me and just know my value is in Christ.
2: Right. And not other people. Yes. And then, like, just on that same wavelength, bro, like, I always struggle with just the spirit of comparison. Like Mm. even now, like I'm, I'm more of aware of it now. But before, I feel like I was always doing things like, like you said, to my like pleasing to people, like dumbing myself down. Like my mom literally used to like get so upset with upset with me because she's like, Deja, like you know this information, like you should be getting A's and B's, but you're dumbing yourself down to just fit into the to the crowd because it's cool to be a class clown. It's cool to make bad grades or whatever. It's cool to, you know, be a part of the in crowd. But yeah. like I said, I've always struggled with that through middle school. And I always wanted, I just never felt accepted, And I always wanted to feel accepted. And like, just an example um that I experienced that was just like after high school, everyone's going off to college. I didn't get the opportunity to go off to school. Um I did community for um uh, two semesters. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't happy. Like I, I did well, but I just didn't feel like this was, enough. I always felt like it wasn't enough. And mm. I remember dropping out of school and I was just kind of working full time. I was working at Dillard's. I was the, you know, in the, the cosmetic section and was
1: that Clinique?
2: No, it was, it was origins. Oh, origins. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I just always, I just felt like, okay, I want to pursue being an esthetician. Like I want to go to beauty school. And I remember going back to our high school, me and you went, I think this is y'all sophomore year. Yeah. And I was about to enroll in beauty school and we visited a teacher and I felt like they were just more engaged with what you had going on because you was in college. they just gave you so like so much advice but when it came to me like you know I'm just working I may go go to beauty school and that's kind of what I presented like it was no like applaud no I'm proud of you I'm proud of you like, and just because, like, I felt a lot of people, like, look down on people that don't have a degree. Like, you know, having a degree seems more superior than pursuing a trade or maybe just pursuing a career um, right after mm-hmm. high school. So the pressure of, of of acceptance was so heavy on my shoulders, like, yeah.
0: back then. I like how you talked about comparison because comparison is a real issue that most of us are going to deal with at mm-hmm. some point of our life in right. One of the best things that I can think of is, you know, me and you, Deja, we both ran in track. And right. when you get on that track, you cannot look at anybody else. If right. that is your time to stay in your lane and run your race. And so for me, dealing with comparison, it's always been like, I have to run my race. And the Bible talks about that. Hebrews 12, 1, it says, let us throw off everything that hinders us and the sin that so easily entangles And let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us. So you got to run your race. A lot of times, um, you know, us growing up from children to adult, people will try to really tell you who you are. Mm -hmm. And it's important that you solidify your identity before others do it for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Um, I'll tell you um, a quick story. So last week I had a very important interview. And I was so in my head. It was like the enemy was really trying to tell me about who I was. And so I struggled with feeling like I'm inadequate. Um, I didn't feel like I was qualified, but I knew I was qualified because my resume was qualified. And I just remember like stating in my mind, just telling me like, yeah, it's more people that's you know, they've been doing this longer than you. Blase, blase, blase. I had a talk with my friend, Joelle, and she said, Sarah. You've already won the race. So whether you get this job or whether you don't get it, you have, you have won. Continue to run the race that God has laid out for you. And so from that, I, w- I went back to remembering what my Heavenly Father says about me. It's not about what the enemy or what a friend says or uh, somebody I don't know. Like, it's not about that. It's literally about what God says about me and who I am.
2: Like, because our qualifications come from God at the end of the day. Yeah, And I can attest to that because sometimes like the enemy's voice could be just so loud and we, we feel as though like that's God, right? Like we feel as though like, Oh God wants us to do this. God wants us to do that. God wants us to go down that path. But I feel like if that path is what God wants you to do and it's fueled with fear, it's fueled with anxiety, it's fueled with, um, not being sure that's the enemy because Mm. if if it was of God, like, there will be some more confidence, some more boldness behind that because for one, you know, um, the Holy Spirit lives inside of us, and we, we should not fear anything. And then right. so if we're pursuing the path that God wants us down in, and if we know who we are in Christ, then we should not be walking in fear. And it's easier said than done, I know, and I, like I still like I, said, I struggle with that too. but I think the enemy has its you know has its influence over our lives and it could be through people. It could be through things we read, um, certain things, you know, so I feel like we need to learn how to just silence the voice of the enemy and really know who we are in Christ and really kind of discern the voice of God.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, Sarah, you said something earlier Mm -hmm. about, um, your accomplishments and, and success and, um, that doesn't equate, that doesn't equate to your identity.
0: And that, that's very true. I will say this, um, just jumping in really quick is a lot of times, like, even just being on social media, like, you see mm. people posting, like, oh, I just got this new job. I just started this new company. All of it looks like success. And then that's where you come in, you start comparing yourself, like, dang, like, well, I'm not doing this. Well, I'm not there yet. Yep. And it's really, like, people could be posting stuff. Not saying, like, you know, it's not in the will of God or whatever, but right. really just having no peace. Mm. And so that's why I'm really – I put a lot of emphasis on just, like, making sure you stay in the will of God, but also turning back to God when it comes to, like, seeking that validation, seeking success, accomplishments, because those things do come. But Mm -hmm. he's the only one who knows when he will and actually give them to you. Right.
1: So I also want to say, like, in regards to, like, social media, I keep it brief because I want to stay on topic. But, you know, I feel like recently – or, or really, like, it was one point, I, Say I don't know if you remember this, but I had went ghost on social media in, like, 2019, like, completely. And I was like, I don't want to post because nothing's going on in my life. Right. I'm When I get back on social media, I'm going to be doing good. Right. I'm going to have something to say. And it's like, that's not right. You know, I shouldn't have to show up because I done got a new job. You know, I shouldn't have to show up because I just got... You know, I just got a new car. Right.
2: It's yeah. Like, girl,
1: just, just you, you can be present. You can still go through real life, win or lose. Right. You know, like you don't have to shy away from the world.
2: Yeah, I agree with that because also too, just to kind of pinpoint what you said, like through our triumphs and through our our failures, there's someone out there that may be inspired and encouraged by those things because at the end of the day, you know, although Christ walked a perfect life he hung with imperfect people because at the end of the day, like he saw there was use and there was, um, there was use for the people that he was walking with. Like they had a story, they had a purpose with the people that they walked with. And that's like an encouragement for me because I don't have to be this perfect person, like my creator, because yes, he created us to be perfect. And he sees us as, and he loves us um, through all of that. But also he loves us through our imperfection. He loves us through when we sin, when we fail, when we're not enough in the eyes of society. So I honestly feel as though your foundation is who, who Christ has called you to be. And once you kind of figure that out, then it's kind of, kind of easy to brush off the hate, the negativity. Like Sarah said, it's kind of easy to stay in your lane because like, you can hear that all the time, like focus on yourself. Don't look to the side, but it's just like, how do you do that? You know, we hear all these things like society, like, Like, you know, I just like with social media, kind of what you what you just talked about, like, oh, keep your head down, stay focused. And it's just like, yeah, we can, you know, have culture. Yeah, we can have the intention to do that. But at the same time, you're going to be attacked by the enemy. You're going to be depleted. You're going to be isolated. Like You're going to feel still worn out. And how Mm -hmm. do you recover? How do you get a a, a sense of refreshment? And you only can really get that sustainability only through Christ.
0: Yes. I want to jump in and say one more thing. That was good that you said that, Deja, because my pastor, I went to a catalyst one night and he asked the question. He said, what do you do when you're thirsty? Like, what do you do when you're thirsty? You drink water. Right. And then he was like. That's in the natural, but when you are feeling, like, depressed or you feeling, like, no motivation or I don't know who I am, it's, like, we don't understand that, like, the word is what's supposed to provide us that nourishment to feed our, to quench our thirst, to be able to, like, continue out this life journey, whatever. Like, it's, like, sometimes as believers, we don't realize that, like, you have the power just through Jesus Christ. Like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and we don't realize that just turning to him, praying, praying, praying with him, uh, reading our word, meditating on word, like those type of things matter in this walk of life, especially as a believer. Right.
2: And let me I'm just going to pose a question. And I think this will kind of, you know, just be a sense of encouragement to our listeners, but also to just to kind of hold each other accountable Um, if we're, you know, if we're doing these things or not. um, So here's the question. What are some things you're doing now to authentically show up as yourself? And um, I think for me personally, and Sarah mentioned it, I think, and I guess I can answer the question, things that I'm doing that helps me show up as myself, which is I spend more time with God. So I'm, I'm using that time, reading his word, figuring out who Christ is and how he handled certain situations, certain temptations. And that helps me become a better me and to kind of be more authentic and be, be real. Um, I also discern more things that can influence me. So things that I watch, certain people I follow, like, are they... Um, are they creating a sense of inspiration to me to walk the path I'm supposed to walk in or they're fueling me to be complaining and to look at life like miserable or, you know, sparking those feelings of depression. So that's my response. What about you guys?
0: Yeah, for me, um, I'm gonna agree with that. Like, um, watching what fuels me is very important And it's really just because God is always speaking. Sometimes we can't hear when our spirit is so crowded. So it's very important to discern and be mindful of the things that you're allowing to enter your eyes, your ears, whatever, whatever. But also too, like just meditating on like scripture. And one of the scriptures that I really love is Psalms 139. But Psalms 139.14 says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I say that scripture before anything. If I'm going to meet somebody new, if I'm going to an interview, I always remind myself that I am fearfully and I am wonderfully made. Another thing that I try to do too is just lean into my community and lean more into my spiritual gifts, like things that God has actually placed on inside of me. And just trusting that God has a plan for my life. I know trusting God can be super hard, especially as believers, like our whole faith is based on faith. Right. Yeah. And so I have to just constantly remember things that God has brought me from and just walk this path and knowing and trusting God that He has a plan for my life and that that plan is good, is amazing, is better than I, what I can give or even imagine
1: for myself. What about you, Tamaya? Yeah, I was gonna say t- this too. So, you know, even with that devotion, I know in the past, like I was really rushing my time with mm-hmm. Him. And I really wasn't dissecting the word and understanding it for myself. Right. Kind of was just like, you know, I'm reading it in passing, Like, it ain't for real. But like really breaking down what those verses mean. Also too, like, I'm really, I love reading. And I feel like what's ha- what has helped me is like reading Christian books. I'm mm-hmm. currently reading a book called Authentically, Uniquely You by Joyce Myers. I don't know if y'all know who she is. Yes. Yeah.
2: I love Joyce Myers. <laughs> oh my God. So when Tamaya told me about that book, she said the same thing. I'm like,
0: girl, we, my mom, like, I grew up on jo- Joyce yes. Myers. Joyce Myers is like an OG. Exactly. In the yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm definitely late to the party, but this book has really like taught me to, you know, get to know myself on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Um, That's rather annoying. than again, like I said earlier, like, making decisions based, based off other people. But and the the way she said to do that is, you know, first, believing the best about yourself. Ooh, that's good. Then the next she said, well, the next segment she said was finding the freedom to be yourself. And then the last part of that is moving forward as the real you. Oof. Wow. Yep. Joyce, baby, right. I gotta get that book. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And. I need that. I need ten percent joy that this go up. Hey, no free ads, <laughs> no free ads. <laughs> but also too, like I'm I'm also in therapy. I go to therapy every week. Ooh, that's and good. I think it's I think it's so important right. because, like, you know, I, I'm I'm constantly being challenged about you know, Tamiya again. Like, why are you making these decisions? Like, who are you again? Are you are you are you God's child for real? So so show up that way. Also too, she is constantly reminding me to give myself grace. Mm. Because like when I do feel like I'm messing up or when I do feel like I'm falling short of figuring out who I am for real, like she's like it's okay like you're still new to this. Right. So it's okay. It's, it's a it's a lifelong journey, really. She said right. she's still figuring out who she is. But
2: I think that's mm-hmm. all a part about being authentically you is because you're not bombarded with the pressures of pleasing people. You're not b- mm-hmm. b- bombarded with the lies of the enemy. You're not bombarded with things that you know, you're not passionate about doing because like first you're seeking who you are in Christ. So it's like, I can show up and be confident in who I am through my mistakes, through, through whatever is because I know who God says I am. And like, and like I said with Sarah earlier with that scripture, it's just a confidence booster that I can walk in a room that people may say I'm unqualified for and feel like I'm qualified for It's because I know yeah. who's on the inside of me and who also goes before me. Mm-hmm. And that's how I'm able to be authentically myself. I can show up on social media, not being you know, well-groomed or feeling pressure that I have to look like that it girl, because I know that Christ um, created me beautifully and wonderfully made. And yeah. I had to struggle with for a long time, not knowing who Deja was. And Mm -hmm. I'm just so happy, like what Tamaya said, that God has given me grace. So I'm able to get myself grace. And I'm finally slowly discovering like who I am and who God has called me to be, especially being a mother, like being an example for her. Like I had to figure out who I was. I had to, I had to get myself together and I'm not getting myself together by my own will. Like God is there God is fueling me each and every day to show up more and more um, like myself and who he has called me to be. But being a mother definitely pushed me towards that.
0: But I will definitely say like, um, you mentioned something about the it girl, Deja, and I just wanted to touch on this briefly, but I am just so happy that I am not a young girl. I'm young, but I'm not like a teenager growing up on with social media because- The pressure- it's pressure for them. And I feel so bad because, you know, I'm on TikTok. TikTok is, you know, they influence everybody to buy stuff and whatever. But I am at a place in my life where I have the discernment to know, like, I'm an it girl. I don't got to wear Lululemon. I don't got to get them expensive mugs. Dr- like, right. I know I don't have to do that to be an it girl. But a lot of these girls, they are falling into traps and copying other people, not being authentically themselves. And so yeah, right? well. Uh, Identity is really just like an ongoing journey. Like I hear so many ladies talk about the age that they actually settled into themselves. And so I think it's really important that we remember that we were crafted for a calling and that we are who we are by the grace of God. So I want to leave you guys with one of my favorite quotes that says, everything that you need is inside of you. You are already abundant. Make sure that you guys know that, you believe it, and you walk in it and catch us in part two of this conversation as we talk about finding purpose and being the woman God has called us to be.
2: Yes, thanks for tuning in.